Teeks, how are you, mate? Mate, um, matey, mate, mate. Look, I'm a little weary, if I'm honest. Yes. Fair, not a lot of sleep going on at the moment. Obviously, uh, the ashes. Yeah. The ashes is um, just taking up a lot of time in my life at Definitely. the moment. How about your good self? Yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty rattled. It's um, been a big 48 hours. Obviously, you've um, had me down at Norwood, yes. showing me the ropes yes. in regards to um, all the stuff you do there, because I'm uh, looking after that job for you, you when are. you're away. Yep, filling my shoes. Filling your say. shoes. Yeah, yep. your small little shoes. So <laughs> we'll curl the toes up and we'll get in them and um, try our best. I reckon we would have the same size feet, just quietly. <laughs> yeah, you actually got a bigger, <laughs> bigger shoe than mine, so. Um, so you'll have plenty of room in my definitely shoes. Definitely plenty of room, plenty of room to grow. <laughs> um, so yes, you've been um, giving me the, the yes, full rundown the full, on your yeah. work, and it's just yeah, it got me uh, relatively flummoxed in the, the zone. Yeah, in the zone, or are you feeling zone? just fucked? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I, I am in some sort of zone. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, it'll it'll be interesting, but looking forward to to giving that a crack for yeah. you, and uh, that'll be good. Um, yeah, that and obviously, yeah, the Ashes is just consumed. Oh my god! All sports, well, all cricket fans. Yeah, some people. I you know, oh, just quite cricket. simply hate it. Um, mm. Yeah, just uh, could name a lot of people that just simply Definitely. hate cricket. Don't understand them, just quietly. Yeah. But um, oh, for those that have been watching, it's I've never seen a start to an Ashes series quite like this, particularly in England. Like, just if if you if this match was just plucked out of nowhere and shown. On, on a screen, something you just would not pick that it is in Edgebaston. No, you would you would think right that probably looks like a day one whacker pitch. Yep, um, and I, I don't like it just quietly. Mm. I, I love watching the Ashes in England. We had a great segment a couple of weeks ago where we just reminisced on how much we love watching cricket in England. It's night time. It's um, it's it it's the Australian batsman having to grind and fight on a green top against top line swing bowling. Um, that has been very far from the case and I don't like that. It's probably got a bit of Woodside about it, really. This oh, pitch lo- is just <laughs> like at the main road here. It's just oh, a, yes. a flat road right. and cold. <laughs> that is that is like yeah. deceptively yeah. you'd think maybe the ball's going to do a bit. Yeah. Swing. Yeah. Just no. no. Flat road. Flat road. And... Um, yeah, I mean, we'll get into that in a little bit more detail shortly, I'm sure. But hasn't been your typical um, start to an Asher series? No. Um, as a result of that? No, exactly. I, I, I said the whacker off the t- off the top. It really doesn't even have the bounce of the whacker. It's no. Like a, it's like a Pakistan pitch. That was one of the most boring series I've ever watched, that oh, Pakistan yeah. series. Pitch doing nothing. And I really hope that the rest of the Ashes doesn't serve up pitches like this. Yeah. I really am uncomfortable by it, to be honest. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, me too. It's frustrating me. Yeah, I um, I mean, I really... I don't care too much, I guess, as long as Australia win. I, I am right. that kind of fan when it comes mm-hmm. to Australian cricket. Yep. As long as Australia win, it's a good result for me. <laughs> Will they win? Uh, Look, I mean, we are recording this on Monday. Crystal ball. For uh, everybody, so the test will be over. We've got to remember. Yeah, it, anything could have happened. We're going into now day four um, in a couple of hours' time. So I think, yeah, I think it. I think Australia have got the edge. England are at two for twenty six. I think for, or yeah, twenty two for twenty eight at stumps. Yep. Um, just based on the the premise of oh, what was that we just heard? Then Does someone scream out. I don't think there's anyone else in here with us. I hope not. Oh, Teeks <laughs> is going to investigate. That definitely didn't come from in here. Unless there's a prisoner. Uh, yeah, 
radio. So I guess it's just me for now. Just Welcome us back. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think. I mean, I didn't check under the desk or under the table, but <laughs> seems to me like it's just us. Oh, fantastic. Here at the fabulous. Yeah. Ray White Woodside facility. Definitely. Um, yeah. So no, I think I I do like. I don't know. I've just got a feeling with Australia that I think we might roll England here for probably, hopefully under 250. Yep. And I think we're in the game from there. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, Look, England's played some brave cricket so far. They've they've put their hand up and, and requested this flat pitch. Um, and they batted really interestingly in the first yep. innings. And we'll get to that in a minute. I was incredibly frustrated on day one. Got 393, declared, which was just outrageous. Mm. Um, eight down. They, they could have got another 100 runs the way Joe Root was going. Um, we answer in a, in a pretty steadfast fashion. Kawaja bats um, beautifully for 141. And right now, I feel like England's played better. Like well, Personally, I feel like England's played better. They've played brave. Um, they've played their baseball fashion. They've bowled as well as they probably could on a road. I'm just waiting for England to just shit the bed proper mm. England style. Yeah. And we haven't seen that yet. They've been they've been pretty good. Um, and you think it could come in this batting innings? Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> I, I, I really do. Um, I just think... I think they're boom or bust with yeah. it, with Basball and early wickets. I think is really going to put Basball to the test. So yeah. they're two for twenty eight. Yeah, if we can take another one, mm. then it really um, asks the question of them. Okay, are you going to continue playing in that aggressive manner? Yeah, or are you going to look to steady and grind out a total yeah. as opposed to um, um, trying to hit hit a score um, yeah. in in quick time and and the other. Interesting point that's come up is um, the fact that England's bowlers have to bowl for such a long time against Australia. Yeah. Um, and then they come out and make a quick fire total. Then their bowlers are out in the field again. Again, they're gonna yeah. They're going to tire yeah. um, quickly in comparison mm. to the Australian quicks, you'd imagine. Australia's got one test under their belt already in England. So mm. I wonder whether, you know, England... Typically bowls more overs and bats shorter time in this baseball fashion, but Australia has is going to play six tests, so their bowlers have already got two innings under their belt, which or well, sorry three innings under their belt with the ball, um, which may play a role possibly mm. in this specific test. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I if they get Joe Root early, he's on a, he's on zero at the moment off eight balls. If they can put Joe Root out of the game. With you know a, a score of less than ten, Australia's tail will be right up, Definitely. Um, and, and they'll I think then be in the box seat to to win this test and put the likes of Harry Brook and Ben Stokes and Bairstow, who's coming off injury, under some s- proper pressure. Mm. Um, I, I think that I think they've beaten New Zealand in England um, using baseball. I don't know how many times they've been under proper proper pressure. Yeah, well, that, they haven't really played anyone of significant note aside mm. from New Zealand, have they? I mean, yeah. they played. They uh, might have played in India in England as well. Yeah, quite recently they played Ireland. Yeah, um, leading into the Ashes, that was mm. right, wasn't it? Yeah, they did. Um, and filled their boats there. They certainly did. I uh, 
watching um like you just know they're going to implode at some stage. Yeah, oh, the England you know, it's it's the England cricket team they, against Australia. They will ha- they will have a major slump at some point. They have to it's bound to happen. N- not even just based on history, but just the way Basball mm. works. Like there is going to be an innings where we roll them for under 100. <laughs> yeah. Um and and how they respond to that is what is going to interest me greatly. Yeah, definitely. Um, whether that forces them to change things or whether that um, is just like a, a blip in the series for them. Yeah. yeah. Basball, basball, we all know, is temporary. Mm. Like, whether they like it or not, I'm just saying it is. Because, you know, even you know, the likes of Collingwood, I feel like they're playing unbelievable football at the moment, attacking um, brilliant football I don't think you can maintain playing in this fashion forever under real pressure, yeah. um, which an Ashes series will bring. I mean, you know, they've got this this flat deck. Which the the thing that has surprised me at the start in the first three days of this series, and I, the way I can sum it up is, England is playing like Australia, mm-hmm. and Australia has come out and played like England. We have been so defensive. Our fields have hated hated our fields. Hated the non-selection of Mitchell Stark, um, and and England has played aggressive. Now, normally, when you are playing in a different way to what you're normally known, it that starts to crack um, under real pressure. That starts to crack because um, Australia, as soon as they sniff blood, they will go hard, um, and they don't have the aggressor of Mitchell Stark, which I think was a a major blip in the um, selectors' um, choice, and yeah, I, I think under under pressure, eventually, England will will fall. I However, we are talking on day three when yes, this true. podcast will come out on day Could five. Age horribly. <laughs> I understand why they selected both Boland and Hazelwood, mm. but for a team balance side of things, yeah. like we talked about this a lot last week, mm. um, and how difficult the selection process was going to be. The team is just so much better balanced when it's one of Boland or yep. Hazelwood and Stark. Yeah, I because agree. Because you've got all of a sudden you've got the left arm, mm. left arm fast bowler. Yeah, and who's erratic and scary. Yep, and um, one thing that became really evident to me was our tail is so oh, long now. Mate. If you've got Nathan Lyon, who realistically is a number 11 batsman. Yep. Nathan Lyon, he is a good number 11. Mm. That's literally how you mm. would describe him, a good number 11. Yep. When he's coming in at nine <laughs> yep. and you've got Scott Boland at, I think, 10, was yep. it? And Hazelwood at, at 11. 11. Yep. It's a long tail. So yeah. if, if Cummins goes cheaply, yep. and he hasn't been setting the world on fire in recent no. years as a, as a batsman. Made 38 crucial runs. He did. Yep. Um we just look at like a much better balanced side when mm. Stark's in at uh, in at eight, and I've got no doubt he could have made a half century yeah, last I night agree. on that pitch. Yeah, I agree. If if Cummins can make thirty eight mm. on that pitch, Stark could have made a bloody century. Especially That's how dose it is. Yeah, the ropes and he could hit two or three sixes. Um, yeah, it's small grounds. They're small grounds to start with as well. Um, and the other thing from a bowling perspective, um, so here Stark adds a lot from the bat- batting and. Um, and, and his left arm and whatever. But also, Pat Cummins is a much better bowler when Stark's in the team. Hazelwood's a better bowler. Nathan Lyon. Nathan Lyon's a, better a, a much better bowler with the footmarks um, that he can bowl into. The other thing is that Pat Cummins is a brilliant first-change bowler. Mm. I don't see him as an opening bowler. How good is it in an Australian summer, you know, Stark is taking the new rock, Hazelwood is down the other end, just line and length, 
Stark can do anything. He can take three wickets in his first over. Does it often takes a wicket in his first over of a spell. And then you've got Pat Cummins as the third bowler, Nathan Lyon, and then Cameron Green. That is Australia's best lineup. Definitely. I'm I'm sorry to Scott Boland, but our our best bowling lineup is is the tried and trusted. It is. But how can you? I know, I know. He, the, he's absolutely a guy who just continues knocked the form like, knocked the door down. We, I think, um, like he didn't exactly set the world. Well, like no one set the world on fire in Australia's bowling bowling innings the f- in in the first. No, he looked uh, all at sea. Because everyone was hit for runs, really. Yeah. Yep. But currently, in the second innings, he's got one for one. Yep. In the second over, yep. and this easily could have another five for. 12 he Scott Boland performance could, all over again and next week we're going hat. next yeah. week we're going we can't drop him again yes um, oh. so I mean, I'll be interested to see how that plays out um, the other thing with Stark is the knock on him is that he goes for runs and he's a bit wayward but no one's really going to be able to no one is really going to be able to control the run rate to any great effect well, anyway particularly when we've got every bloody fielder on the boundary line mm, so you might as well bowl you might as well play the strike yeah. bowler yeah yeah exactly and um, I can tell you, if Jofra Archer was available for England, he would be playing. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm sure he would be. Exactly, he would be playing. Um, um, unbelievable stuff. I absolutely despised the way that we started the, in the first innings. Our bowling, uh, more so our fielding. Um, I feel like Basball was designed to, you know, a score quickly, but I think more Im- more importantly to spread the field. So that then they can find these, you know, singles and twos and the odd boundary with ease and without pressure or risk of finding a fielder. And we just gave them that from the start. Mm. Three out on the boundary rope um, is not the way Australia plays. Um, no. And I just really, really didn't like it. And I just wonder, England so many times have won the toss and elected to field send them in and we will chase the game down from whatever position, whether we are chasing 600 on a turning, swinging pitch. Um, and I think that we were expecting to be batting first. Mm. And when England won the toss and elected to bat, I think it rattled us a little bit and we went into our shell. I think that I think David Warner had the pads on when the toss was going up because we were expecting in my opinion, to be batting first. And I think it's just rattled him a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? Um, Usman Khwaja, he was he was amazing. Excellent. He yep. continues just to be uh, really the best test, test batsman of the past 12 months. And, yep. and oddly enough, despite being Test Cricketer of the Year, he's like ranked number nine or something <laughs> in the world. I don't really understand no, that. I don't understand it at all. Um, should at least be in the top five. Uh, but um, yeah, what well on to him to get that... Um, Test 100 in uh, England. I'm a huge fan of his. Yes. I think, so um, silky. Oh, he's, he's, there's no one better to watch. No. When the, some of those pull shots he was he was playing just looks so graceful. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, he's a he's a delight to watch. And um, Travis Head uh, played a good knock. Didn't yeah. have a great time in the field. No. It had to be said. Um, in front of the Hollies. Oh. My least favourite term. Hollies. Fuck the Hollies. That's a new thing, isn't it? Oh, what's going on with this, like, Holly's bloody term for the English crowd? It's always been the Barmy Army. Yeah, the, so we got the Barmy Army, but... What's the difference? I don't know. All of a sudden, the English commentators are referring to the crowd as the Hollies, and I really am... It's, it is 
tingling my spine. Yeah, that's shit. That's what it is. <laughs> I, don't, I really don't get it. Like, they're just so entitled. They are. Just um, in front of the hollies down oh there. God, fuck off. Piss off. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Well, though the hollies were getting stuck into Travis Head when he dropped what what really is a, a quite a simple catch. Yeah, that was poor from. That was um, poor. That was poor from Travis. Oh, it's um, the Eric Holly stand. All oh, right, yeah, well, edge stuff Baston. them. God. Well, um, yeah, that annoys me. Anyone who sits in there. <laughs> um, yeah. Just wait until Just we have we, we go to Lords next week and they've got the bloody red and yellow ties on and that. Now, if you if you're uh, trying to think of entitled, yeah, <laughs> Lords. Yeah, I think. Um, I just, I think they're just very, very arrogant, the England. Oh, and I yeah. get you created the game. Like, I understand <laughs> yeah. that and I respect it. And yeah. you know what? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for creating cricket. Yeah. But we, um, Australia, we, we have been more successful than you oh, in the yeah. Ashes. Like, in I think way. we've won like an extra 20 or 30 tests <laughs> in the Ashes yeah. series. We've um, won every every possible trophy under the sun. We, um... We had the best uh, cricketer of all time, yep, Sir Donald that's Bradman. Right. Have the best current cricketer of all time. Got the best, yeah, current cricketer of all time. <laughs> Is that a phrase? no? That doesn't work, does but it? That'll do. Um, <laughs> best well, spinner look, of all time. And and England created the game, but the, they just can't create spinners, can they? What's Marwin Ali playing oh, for? He guy. hasn't played a test in two years. Yeah, that's that's yeah. I don't understand that at mm. all. I am um, also. I, I don't really. I think it's been. I think it's been kind of embarrassing for England to prepare the pitches the way they yeah. have and to bring the ropes in. Yeah. It's like, just win the series on merit. I know. Just win it. Be better than us and win it. Yeah, Don't exactly. try and change the dimensions of the ground and, no. and fiddle with the pitch. Yeah. Just like, are you not good enough to beat us fair and square? Let me tell you, they bloody well are good enough on their own conditions. I, I would say... If You've taken away our biggest weakness, I the know, swinging The swinging ball. ball. Like, Broad and Anderson, I know that they're ageing, but uh, like some of our batsmen would have been having nightmares for the last 12 months on a, thinking on a, on, green a green tit, on a green top, having to face these this swing attack would be... Rat oh, would have sent a shiver down all of their spines at some point, and that when when they rocked up to Edgebaston, and it is a lily white bloody rock hard pitch. Mm. Oh, they would have just been rubbing their hands together. Yeah, because because you cannot tell me that. Like, doesn't matter what England's current game plan is no. or whoever Australia are bringing over, yep. they aren't used to those conditions. No, so there's no way that they are going to be better prepared. Mm. To face a swinging ball on a green top no, in England, so exactly. I don't understand why they, why they would make the pitch more docile. No, because that just brings Australia into the game. Mm, um, it does, and that, and yeah. and it almost played into. I think it played into Australia's hands. Had they have picked bloody Mitchell Stark, if like this bowling attack that we've picked is perfect for the well, it's as good as we can produce on swinging green top conditions. Two proper seamers. Pat Cummins, who's a, a toiler. Mitchell Stark probably does miss out on a on a green top, mm. but he plays. He should have played on this pitch, which which resembles um, you know something you'd find in Australia, uh, the Adelaide Oval or something like that. Um, that that is just a batter's paradise. That you need that extra pace to to do. I'm surprised that Cameron Green didn't bowl a yeah. little bit more. He's probably got that little bit of extra pace. He only bowled six overs in the first innings. 
Hasn't bowled yet in the second innings. Been great in the field, though. Oh, amazing in the field. Um, yeah, I feel like Downey's up at the minute in England. It just it it doesn't make sense. Ollie Robinson's giving send-offs to batsmen that have made 140. Like heaps in that, though, I don't reckon. Like, everyone's making a bit of a big deal out of it. Like, initially, when I didn't see, I didn't see that. I just mm. heard about it. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, I saw that uh, Robinson got Kawadra out, so I obviously mm. knew... Knew who it was, but um, and I was I was off it when I heard about it because <laughs> I I had assumed that he'd like screamed him down. No, but he kind of just muttered like, "Oh, yeah. get you know, f off." Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But is that that's not that bad, is no, it? No, not in a that would be said all the time. No, it would for, if but it was an Australian villain batsman, number one currently. Oh yeah, fu- fuck the, him, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> oh. No, but um, I think in isolation, a a, a, a batsman. That made 140 and then it is dismissed. Um, you know, you probably wouldn't give him a send-off in yeah, that yeah. manner. Just disrespectful. Yeah. But in the Nate, if you if you if you were watching that moment, it was a big moment in the mm. Test series. Um, you know, Australia was going along really nicely. Cummins and um, and Kawaja were in batting really quite slow, wearing out the the bowlers, keeping them out there, and then. Um, Stokes, in a brilliant piece of captaincy, was just putting fielders in random spots. He had six catches um, in front of square and, like, right on the drive. And it just completely rattled Kawaja, who then mm. ran down the pitch and, um, and and played one of the poorest shots I've ever seen him play. Yeah. Um, and, and that is why he got this. He, he was given a bit of a send-off. It was just a massive moment in the series. In isolation... Probably not the greatest look mm. for Ollie Robinson, but I could understand it in the, in that moment. Yeah, 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 very true. And just on England's opening pair, mm. like they, I just don't like them because <laughs> Zach Crawley's so tall and yeah. Ben Ducker is so small. He is so, so short. short. And I just that just looks silly <laughs> when they walk out. Yeah, There's La- such Lang- a big height difference. Langer Hayden. Yeah, but it wasn't to that extent. Like Hados was. Bigger than Justin Langer yeah. by a, a good amount, but this is next level. Yeah, these two are just like, oh god. Yeah, it's just there's a lot of these English players oh I don't like. God. <laughs> Harry Brook can get stuffed. Oh, he's yeah. He, <laughs> I don't like him either. He's yeah. He got a smug. Yeah, uh, Crawley and Brook have smug faces. They do have smug faces. Very smug. Yeah. So them and the Hollies. The Hollies <laughs> back off. They're no, enemy number one. The Hollies. Yeah. Yeah. Holly's, yeah. Ollie Robinson? Holly's and Ollie's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't yeah, I don't really like many. Yeah. Th- this is this is a new breed of England people because we are talking about public enemies here and Stuart Broad's not in the top five. Mm. So it is seriously a new era of Ashes cricket. I think the only one I don't mind is Johnny Bairstow. Jo- I, we, we like Johnny Bairstow. I don't mind Joe Talks Brick. a bit too much though behind the stumps. Yeah, well, he talks more than he can bloody catch it. Yeah. Boy, he was poor. Behind the stumps. But we love that, though. Oh, we love that. Absolutely. All right. Incredible scenes. Um, well, as soon as it hits 7 o'clock, we'll have it on the television in Absolutely. here. Absolutely. I'm yeah. very excited about that. Definitely. Thank you all for listening to another episode of Innuendo. We love bringing it to you every single week, and we also love... Johnny Zealy from Ray White Adelaide Hills, our wonderful show sponsor. Absolutely, we do. So, what do we do with Johnny? Oh, Johnny, um, what do we do with Johnny? We love him very much. 
We give him a big Wouldn't you like to know, everyone, <laughs> what we do with Johnny? What do we do with Johnny? Well, we record in his studio every we week. We do, yes. What um, else? <laughs> what? What do we do with Johnny? What sort of a question is we that? We sell the absolute shit out of him. Oh, that's right. That's like what we're doing right now. He sells the absolute shit out of houses. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, so, if you uh, get in contact with Johnny... You will not be disappointed because no. he will sell the absolute shit out of a house. Yeah. In the Adelaide Hills uh, region, I'm taking this back over. His details are in our bio on Instagram. Please get in touch with him. He's a great man and a great show sponsor. Decipher that and get in touch well with Well done. Yeah. As I mentioned off the top, a great time of year. On um, Friday night, I had my, uh, my, my Domino's pizza mm-hmm. on the table. Cricket was about to start. Footy preview was on. Just unbelievable stuff. And Friday night is when your Sydney Swans lost another game. Yes, we played Brisbane. Yes. Played all right, but uh, not enough to to get the four points, unfortunately. Your mob's fallen into the bottom four. Yeah, I know. We're, what are we now? Behind Carlton. Yeah. That's all that matters. Well, Carlton, have they got... Welcome. Welcome to the bottom four. Oh, look, I think... We've uh, been waiting for you. mm. (laughs) Well, it'll be fleeting. Um, <laughs> oh, fleeting! It'll right. be fleeting in the in the bottom four. Can't mm. have played an extra game than us, so the, oh, uh, okay, that's what you're so definitely. <laughs> yes, definitely makes co- sense. Well, you've got the West Coast Eagles this week, so surely, yes, surely yes. to goodness, you'd hope so. Um, yeah, but no, pretty like again the game against Brisbane. I thought we were in it for a long time, but we were. Um, yeah, we were. Pretty wasteful with the footy, but then Brisbane also kicked horrifically, mm. inaccurately. So um, yeah, we probably probably were almost a little bit flattered mm. um, by the scoreboard, but also probably had an opportunity to to win the game too. Mm. So not to worry. We'll move on to uh, next week, the Eagles <laughs> and the Hawks. They had the bye this week, didn't they? Yeah, couldn't lose that one, so no, that's good. Fun. But but we did beat beat Brisbane the week before, so like did Brisbane you? isn't that good, really. Um, yeah, right. You just sort of let them let them slip again, which is um, yeah. yeah. Well, um, Hawthorne are just so <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, one and win. Don't let the uh, last uh, four rounds um, confuse confuse you as to how bad Hawthorne oh, have well, been it, most this year. It, it, in those last four rounds, we lost to um, Port Adelaide by. 55 points and yep. we're down by 96 at half time. Yeah, true. So, um, oh, don't worry, our, our head is um, well and truly in the sand, that is for sure. Uh, but, yeah, I, I just, at the start of the season, I was expecting Hawthorne to be in the bottom three. I mm. did not expect them to be joined in the bottom four by the Sydney Swans. No, me either. Me either <laughs> at all. Um, yeah, it's it's a weird one because I, uh, I, was, I think I was saying to you earlier today, like part of me thinks, well, this, this year is a write-off. Mm. But you also still want to see your team win a few games you too, do. especially when they're capable of winning um, most weeks. But they just simply haven't been able to put it together. Um, whether that be, I don't mind a slump year though. Like yeah. I mean, right with Melbourne, right in the right in the moment of of it, which we are. It is it is not ideal at all. You're five and eight, coming off a a, a horrific grand final loss, yeah. And you just want to bounce back and, and be in the grand final again this year. However, that's clearly not going to be the case unless something miraculous happens. Mm. Um, and you're very likely the way you're playing not going to be in the in the top eight. So a bottom four, bottom five finish isn't diabolical for no. Sydney because we all know they've got good youth. 
Um, but he's going to, you'd think, end his tenure at Sydney at the end of this year. If you get a top five draft pick, which Melbourne, when they made that prelim, got belted over in the West, they finished 7th that, that next year, recruited Luke Jackson and also Cosie Pickett, and they don't win that flag without those two mm. the, the very following year. So these things can turn around really quickly. And yeah. we, we know that Sydney's going to be okay in yeah. the long run. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think, um, yeah, I think, yeah, I think you're spot on there. So it's, um, it's one of those things. And like with the injuries we've copped this year as well, yeah. like it, even if we were playing decent footy, it mm. probably wasn't going to happen anyway. Yeah. Uh, maybe we're just clinging on to eighth spot or maybe we're seeing ninth or tenth on the yep. ladder if we had a healthy um like if if we um had played better footy because the injuries we've had have really taken uh taken um some of the results out of our hands. Yep. Um so hopefully we get a few of those boys back. But um yeah, not to worry. Yep. Um pretty flattening but that's that's the way it is. Yeah, two teams that missed out on a, on a really big opportunity to to make a statement on the weekend were, was the Gold Coast Suns and and Fremantle. They're both six and seven on the ladder. Um, one win out of the top eight currently. If those two are, are seven and six, they're they're equal with Adelaide in eighth spot, and and really anything can happen from that from that moment. But both of them were just horrific mm. in portions of their game. Um, Fremantle just got embarrassed by the Giants. Um, Gold Coast were... Well, it was going to turn for Carlton at some stage. It, it just simply had to. And unfortunately for Gold Coast, it, it came in a nine-goal quarter. Um, and, and you just have to take your opportunities, don't you? Definitely. Because the Giants did. Like, they're, they're six and eight at the moment. Now sitting 11th, I, I did not think they would be in any, sh- any shape of making the finals this year. But they look like they can really make a bit of a run of it um, potentially and um, and who knows if you, if you make it in anything can happen 100% yeah uh, Gold Coast and yeah Fremantle were clearly the big losers yeah of the round not on, not only on a margin basis but just as, as far as what, what that will do to their confidence yeah. and to their credentials yeah. especially Fremantle yeah um, because they are a, they actually they actually are a better side than that yeah um, so it's been a poor year for them um, but yeah, I, I I think um I mean obviously Carlton got a win they just desperately needed. Yeah. Like that place would have burned down <laughs> if they uh yeah. lost to the Suns. Yeah, what well, I wonder what the what was the crowd? I don't I actually don't know what the crowd was, was at the like, MCG. It was under thirty thousand. Oh my god. Why is, was that game at the MCG? I cannot incredible. comprehend mm. why they played the Gold Coast at the MCG. Normally their home games are at Marvel Stadium and they've decided to well, they haven't, but the AFL's decided to schedule Carlton versus the Gold Coast Suns at the G. Mm. How ridiculous. I just have not been able to understand that at all. We were talking about trademark big wins and, and how Carlton could not just get one under their belt. Now, this isn't one of them. They should have beaten um, the the Gold Coast um, on, on a home ground in Melbourne. But this would have been a trademark big win for the Gold Coast Suns if they were able to get over... Um, Carlton at the at the G on the weekend, and they just continuously let themselves down. Whenever they show a little bit of light, and 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 you think right, they could really make a real run at the top eight here. They just refuse. They just let themselves and their supporters, if they if they're out there, down all the time. They've just failed to go to that next level, oh, haven't yes, they? They have. Um, they've been in this 
very situations so many times yeah. where um, there's a little bit of a sniff of them making the eight yeah. and then they just come out and, and lose a, yeah. a few games that they should that they need to win. Their season was set up so beautifully. They beat Adelaide and, and the Western Bulldogs when they went up to the NT. Um, really, really, they are massive wins for this football club. You know, stretch of two games where they really did make a bit of a stand and say, no, we are not going to be rolled over anymore. Um, but they cannot beat the Brisbane Lions, who they lost to 45, 43 points a few weeks ago. And and again, when a top eight spot is on the line, to lose by 60 points to a struggling Carlton team, um, who did have to respond at some point, it's just it's just disappointing. Like I, I would love to see the Gold Coast in the, in the finals. Definitely, definitely. I am... Um a team that gave me a lot of confidence following what they did on Thursday night was oh, Port Adelaide against yeah. Geelong. To, Masterclass. To be uh, tested early mm. and uh, backs against the wall yeah. after the start Geelong got yeah. off to. Yeah. Um, you could easily be forgiven for thinking, okay, this is a night where uh, the run ends for yeah. Port. But for them to be down like they were and then to come back and win um, so comprehensively mm. was... Uh, if you weren't a bel- if you're a Port supporter and you weren't a believer, yeah, I think you should be after that. Yeah, I think definitely. That was pretty impressive. Yeah, um, because Geelong were on early. They were, and Port were able to to respond to that, which was um, yeah, very uh, very good to see. Definitely, and and it wasn't a Essendon that got out to a six goal to two first quarter, and you know if 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 an Essendon did get out that that far, or a St Kilda, or an Adelaide Crows, you know. And Port running them down by 38 points, you'd think, yeah, you know, that you could understand that. But this was Geelong they ran mm. down. The reigning premiers, I know they've been banged up this year, but that was a, an impressive performance against the reigning premier, a, a seasoned outfit with Dangerfield and Duncan back into that side, really looking like, you know, the, the, the troops are back. Um, Geelong looked great early, and for Port to, to steamroll them and win by you know nearly forty points in the end was just powerful and ominous signs for the competition. Definitely, definitely. I've um, got the footy tipping winner for okay. this week here. Uh, congrats to Jack Liston. Oh, Listo! Um, six out of six. Well done. Well done, Jack. So huge result for you. Uh, margin of fifteen. And uh, you pipped uh, Seth Jones, who uh, got six out of six and a margin of 19. Oh, bad so luck, Jonesy. Bad luck, Jonesy. Um, but what on Jack? So you'll get the $25 Lady Luck voucher. Yes. And a stubby holder. So treat yourself. Yeah. That, uh, that is great to see. Yeah. Now, a game that I've been just so excited for, for a number of weeks now, we've mentioned this game a number of times on the podcast, Adelaide versus Collingwood at the MCG. Be there, yep. I want to. I want to see what happens here. Mm. I am desperate to see what happens. I will not be there. Oh well, I won't. I'll be watching. I'll be watching okay. on television. Yep. Um, if you can be there, be there. Mm. I think this will be intriguing. Um, whatever the result is, I w- I'm just fascinated to see this. Adelaide has been awesome, awesome at home this year. Average away but been electric at home. Um, so a big trip to the MCG to take on equal, you know, top place in Collingwood will be delicious. Definitely, yeah, looking forward to that. Shout out to Lady Luck as well, yeah. our footy tipping sponsor. So yes. make sure you get on down to Lady Luck and um, enjoy a coffee or something to eat there. So thank you. <laughs>
All right, so you're the general man tonight, I apparently. Am, yes. So um, I've got actually nothing. Okay. So you go for it. Sure. All right. No worries. Um, I'm going to start it off, and I I know that um, this is just absolutely stating the bleeding obvious, but something I'm getting very, very sick of right now. Something is getting quite old. Winter. I mm. am fed up with it. I, it is just. It gets to that point in every winter. Where it's just, it's too fucking cold. I would love to just put a pair of shorts on and sit outside and not get wet. Mm. And cold, and I just want it to be not winter anymore. Well, it's only early in winter I know it is, but it is, oh, get lost, winter. Well, luckily you're going to Europe. I know, I know. So you should not be complaining at all. I know, I I know. I know that I shouldn't be complaining. It just gets to this this point in every winter where it's just, I can't, I just can't be cold for much longer. The the clothes don't dry on the line. We've got Mm. washing all over the place inside. Yeah, that's the most annoying thing, isn't it? Oh, all over the place. The sheets you have to drive, well, we don't have a dryer. We've got to drive it to the laundromat down the road, you see. And that's just when you're like... Oh, I've got to put my track pants on and my Ugg boots on and yeah. my jumper and my beanie. Get outside. Oh, I'm just bloody sick of it, to be honest. Mm. And you probably feel it more coming to Woodside too. Oh, you like feel it just. 15 it's 10 degrees colder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's just icicles forming on the nostrils up here. Definitely. Definitely. But in fairness, I do love summer, but there yep. does get to a point in summer as well. Where I'm like, right, I'm just, I'm just ready to sit on the couch in some muggies and just be warm, mm. just be, just be, you know, go home and put the heater on or the fire on and just sit under a blanket and. I love summer. I love like the day longer days and the sun setting late. Yeah. And, oh, oh, summer's great. If you go for like a sunset run or something, yeah. oh, it's just fucking elite. Summer's great, but there does get a point right. I feel like right at the end of summer where it's like I'm so sweaty and mm. gross. I just don't want this anymore. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Mm. But I've, I'm feeling that with winter early this year, yeah. and that is a, of real concern because we've got a long way to go. I know I'm missing a big chunk of it. I'm going to, to Europe. It's going to be bloody hot over there, and I can't wait. Mm. I'm packing nothing but shorts, not even T-shirts. Good on you. Yeah, just getting the rig out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, one other thing, right? What I've, what I've been doing of late... Um, I I have been been loving going to a cafe on my own, as you know, I like mm, to do. Yes, getting, we endorse this. Getting a coffee, reading the newspaper. Okay. I know that I'm aging before your eyes. You like to point this out. Yeah. Often, but this is just a little pleasure that I am really enjoying in life. Mm. Sitting there like a very old man. Do you take your own newspaper? No, I, or I, you I just use the one. That's use the there. one that's Do you available? go and ask for the newspaper? Or is it normally accessible? It's always... Oh, don't worry. It's, okay. it's always accessible. Yeah. I like these cafes that have multiple. I'm mm. not into the financial review. Not even into the front pages of the newspaper. Yeah. Just the sport pages. Yeah. I'm even happy to read one from a couple of days ago. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. It's just something I've been enjoying. Is that is mm. that okay? No, I don't, I don't mind it. Yeah. It's kind of wholesome, <laughs> but also kind of old. Oh, very old. Yeah. Very yeah. old. Yeah. Another thing that I've been doing, and I feel like this is just going on the old theme. Mm-hmm. I've been. Uh, I don't really. I don't really like apples all that much, but I've been going to the supermarket of late on my lunch break at work, buying an apple from the supermarket and walking it back to the office while eating it, and it's just just beautiful in the sunshine. That's good. Yeah. 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 Happy with that. Yeah. Just you know, an apple a day. Yeah. 
And I'm really into it because I don't really like apples. Fruit so is much. fucking amazing. Yeah. Fruit is You're underrated. You're a big fruit dog, aren't you? Fruit is underrated. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Mm. I've got some strawberries at home and just like fucking can't wait to oh, get my teeth stuck into them. You should see our trolley when we go to the supermarket, me and mm. Elle. She just piles it with raspberries and Good strawberries and bananas and all sorts of Yeah, gear. that's elite. Yeah, she yeah. is uh, obsessed with fruit. Mm. Yogurt everywhere. It's just, um, yeah. Yes. Unreal. Yeah, that is good. That is good. How mm. does Ellie go watching the cricket? Ah, uh, she hates the cricket. Because, yeah, I, I just feel like, and um, I was having, I, f- I feel like this is a common thing mm. that girlfriends just hate cricket. Yeah. They hate the cricket. Mm, they do. Like, there is like a serious disliking <laughs> there. Like, um, when I was up seeing Alicia. Um, last week. Your Alicia? Yeah, my Alicia. Um, as soon as I told her I was watching Cricket mm. Highlights, even if she was working or doing something else at mm. the time, she was just like instantly off it. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, oh. I'm like, you're working. Yeah. This doesn't, this doesn't impact you at all. Yeah. She's like, how can you watch that? It's so boring. <laughs> no, no, no. I feel like it is just a... It's a beautiful sport. I don't know if anyone else out there feels like feels like this, but... I just feel like there's just like an extra level of annoyance at um, at cricket. Yeah, like I could be watching anything else. Yeah, it's like it's it's fine, but because it's a cricket, it's just like not okay. Elle's thing with me is uh, she hates it when I watch the NFL. Okay, she she can't understand the NFL. Yeah. she hates how they just run into each other, and they she think I think she reckons it's a bit barbaric. To be honest, and in fairness, it probably is. If you have to wear like a titanium helmet on your head to play this sport, um, yeah, she just thinks that's a little bit far. In fairness, she doesn't, at times, she doesn't mind the cricket being on. I said, um, I think oh, maybe it was Friday, maybe Saturday night. Anyway, what, what, when the test match was, oh, the, when the World Test tr- Championship was on, I said, right, my only plan tonight is I, I am watching the cricket, mm. right? And sh- we were both home together and she was like, that sounds perfect. She just sat, sat there, read her book, wow. went to sleep on the couch and was happy as Larry. Well, there you go. So she likes the cricket. Interesting. She likes it. She doesn't mind it being on. Mm. She doesn't watch it, obviously. She wouldn't really understand what, what's happening. But she does like the the it's relaxing. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, nah. Um yeah, Alicia, she likes the footy, um, mm-hmm. loves loves the tennis. Um, she pretty much likes most, yeah, m- most sports. But when it comes to cricket, mm. just like, nah. Yeah. Well, we got some DM responses oh, this week. So I'd love to go through them. Yeah, and we can determine whether people thought we set the world on fire or not last week. Um, <laughs> we love reading these. Um, now, we put out a little um, snippet of our Popcorn chat last yes. week regarding whether or not it was acceptable yeah. um, to purchase popcorn from the movies mm-hmm. and take it home. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a bit of feedback for that. Oh, really? Uh, Paul said he does it for the drinks. Interesting. Oh. And that was what we said wasn't okay. That's not okay, Paul. No. I thought that was um, Why would you go to the cinemas to just buy a drink? Yeah, just like go, from just the literally go to Woolworths. It's cheaper. Yeah, I know. But like, and no one's ever choosing to... Grab it from the button machine, yeah. you know? The premix is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Paul, we love that, uh, <laughs> clearly. Um, and um, Tharson said uh, Uber Eats delivers it. So, um, 
Uh, oh, from the cinema. Yeah, so Uber Eats there you go. from the cinema. Yeah, that is unbelievable. Yeah, so, and um, Fred said he used to work at the movies, and that's only happened once or twice. Really? So I promise I'm not pulling these names out of nowhere <laughs> as well. They're literally, literally, uh, just very generic. Oh, the other thing I did, I did notice on uh, we put up a TikTok video the other mm. day and about our chat about the AFL. Yep, and needing to change the. Change the, the buy uh, situation. The buy, buy round. Lots of positive feedback. We had a lot. People loved that. They said uh, we had um, Maddie sent back. That's a solid idea. Thank you, Maddie. Um, and then um, we also had another bit of feedback. This is such a good idea. Just, just more of that. Uh, Ginger Ninja. We said a brilliant idea. That is the most um, positive feedback we've ever received. Yeah, well, people were loving it. Um, Ryan Hill is Tyler trying to grow a mo. <laughs> uh, yes, no. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, we loved that. Yeah, very faintly, there is a bit of a mo there's there. There's something, yeah. Not sure how I feel about it. No, um, I haven't noticed. You've been with me 48 hours and I've not noticed it. That is very offensive. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be shaving this off tonight. There it is. Yes. It's, yeah, it's been like an ongoing thing for about 10 days. Has it? Yeah, it's, it's actually huge. Well, ten, getting, 10 days. I would have seen in you. in the way. I reckon three in times, the way. Uh, four times maybe you've seen What? Yeah, I reckon four times in ten days. I'd not noticed you, Mo. Sorry. Thanks, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Very faint. Well, just trying to slip under the radar with it, if <laughs> I'm honest. Um, What's the end plan with it? I don't know. I haven't watched that out yet. Okay. It goes a bit weird. Yeah. The old soup I'm strainer. I'm like a bit of ginger so through there, so I just, it just needs to probably fuck off at some stage. <laughs> um, and I, I don't think there was much else that really caught our eye this week on the socials. Um, but yeah, we love your feedback, everyone. Um, Do get on to TikTok and have a little look at us. Have a look at Instagram we are as well. Just going bonkers on yes. there, apparently. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Instagram, Facebook, Facebook. Yeah. Just, just Facebook. All, just all can of it. Yeah. Knotted these days, can't it? What is Facebook now? Yeah, we don't really do much with Facebook. No. Yeah. So no, make sure you get on um, around us on there and um, yeah, at Innuendo Podcast on TikTok mm. and Instagram, mm. um, and also make sure you rate us on Spotify and iTunes. Oh, yes. That would be great as well. That would be just wonderful. Our sp- sponsor. Yep. Johnny Zealy. Ray White, Adelaide Hills. Need oh, to be say any more? No. No, I don't think he so. He is a great man. Um, his details are in our bio on Instagram. Yep. So if you're looking for a house. Um, or a property in the Adelaide Hills, mm. make sure you contact Johnny yep. via um, the link in our bio. Yeah, great man, great real estate agent. Um, housing us here tonight, as he always does. Yep. Well, mate, not our best. Not our worst. Not our worst. Yep. We can confirm that. I'm a little bit exhausted. I've worked, oh, I think it must be nine days straight now. Mm. I'm cooked. Fair call. I'm having a day off tomorrow, which I'm excited about. And um, we will see you next week. See you next week, everyone. Uh, Take care, stay warm, and catch you later. Bye.